I'm just so thrilled <laughs> to finally have an example of the profound sensitivity of which a human animal is capable. That example is Heather Chandler. I have her note. Now, I'm going to pass this note around the class so you can all feel its pathetic beauty for yourself. And while we do this, I think it's a good opportunity to share the feelings that this suicide has spurred in all of us. Now, who would like to begin? Greetings and salutations. Uh, I'm here in the green room at BFI South Bank with Michael Lehman, the director of Heathers. Hello. And uh, we're here to talk about the 30th anniversary of this uh, film, one of my favorite films. And thank you, Michael. Thank you for uh, the uh, time. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you for talking to me. Yes. And like I was saying before I started recording, I was 16 and I get 1988. Mm -hmm. And this movie was uh, this dark comedy, this moral hazard film of uh, teenage peril, high school yeah. peril, was perfect for me at the time. Um, how was it for you? Well, I was a little older than 16. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, this was, Heather's was a special thing for those of us involved in the making of yes. it. It, re it really was. And I can say that now, many years later, having made many other movies and worked on many other shows and various things, that that was a particularly great confluence of talent and uh, and so the movie came together yes. well and it was it was fun to make and it was I think we knew we knew what we were making we had no idea whether it would really work sure. or whether it would have any life that's uh, Winona Ryder Christian Slater two of their first really big roles yes and uh, the whole cast I guess was pretty phenomenal but um what was it like to work with these two uh, budding stars they were terrific you know one of the things that i really wanted to do was cast real teenagers in okay. this movie because at the time they were well winona was 16. Wow, okay. i think she turned 16 right before we started shooting and christian was 19. okay so he still qualified as a teenager sure. and um it, it was it was a sort of a personal personal crusade on my part when i when i set out to make the movie i said i'm sick and tired of seeing movies about teenagers being played by 25 year olds mm -hmm. you know as much as they were quite often really good and gave great performances sure. i was naive enough to think you know well you know why would they cast a 25 year old well you know now as a director i realize sure you want somebody who who can do the work sure. and understands it but in fact teenagers have a voice that's very specific so uh, one of the one of the many great things about winona is she was a precocious teenager so there was something very authentic to to what okay. she brought to it and that holds for christian as well sure yeah and you caught her i think 1988 was kind of her year because i guess after Heather's was Beetlejuice. Yes. And so it just, yeah. Yeah, she was shooting Beetlejuice when we were prepping Heather's. Okay. Uh, and Beetlejuice may have come out later. It had all those effects and things like yeah, that. Sure, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure yeah. Where, where, it, where it fit in all that. But nobody really knew who Winona was okay. outside of the film industry. But I guess in the film industry, she was sort of known. When I first brought her name up to the Heather's financiers, the New World, they didn't know who she was. Okay. Yeah. Well, I recently rewatched Heather's uh, just over this weekend and really enjoyed it. And some things stood out that maybe didn't when I was younger watching it. One was the use of color. Yeah. And was that you as a director? Uh, was that you playing with it? Or no? That w well, Dan in the script had uh -huh. color coded the girls. Okay. 
So, and he did it in relation to the croquet game that yes, they played. Exactly. You know, so that it was clear, you know, there was a hierarchy that Heather Chandler was red, Heather Duke was green, Heather McNamara was yellow, and once Heather Chandler was, you know, once she was killed, then, you know, Heather Duke wanted to be, I'm red now, yes, you know. The, so the ribbon, the, 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 like the, the ribbon yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that the, I can't remember if the whole scrunchy ribbon, hair ribbon thing was in the script or not. It maybe was. Okay. Um, certainly by the time, by the time, yes, it must have been because in the final scene where Heather says there's a new sheriff in town or whatever, that was scripted. Right. So, okay. um, but we sort of made a little more of it in the movie okay. based on the indications that were put in the script. Okay. And the, the other thing, and maybe the new sheriff in town, sort of, is just the lines in this movie yeah. are phenomenal. And it makes me think of uh, movies and, and TV shows that came out later, like Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer, things like that. Do you have a favorite line? No, I have a lot of favorite lines. Yeah. I'm, I'm partial to the chainsaw line. Okay, I just yes. I was, I, Because I remember when I first read the script... Um, that in particular struck me as, oh my God, did he really write that? Did Dan really write that? You know, and it was funny. It was funny, and I thought, I wonder what it'll be like when somebody actually says that in the context of the movie. And it was a little tricky to get the line reading right on that one. Yeah, <laughs> excellent, excellent. And how do you think the film holds up? On, uh, you think it's something for millennials to enjoy and younger generations? I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's been asking me with this 30th anniversary release. You know, how is the movie relevant today? Could you make it today? That's what, these are all legitimate questions. But the real question of do, would, would contemporary teenagers find something in it that speaks to them? Sure. I got to say probably yes. Okay. Kind of universal uh, truths. Yes. <laughs> like, and a good mixture of, oh, look at how funny people dressed right. then. You yeah, know, yeah, look exactly. at how the yeah, world yeah, of yeah, the 80s yeah. looks now yeah. mixed with, wow, things really haven't changed that yeah. much. What do you think about sort of the gun violence and the guns in school? It's one of the first uh, scenes yes. in the film. Yeah. yeah, but it's complicated because we didn't have gun violence in schools back then. Yeah. This was not part of the landscape. So when people say now, well, you know, could you make this movie? I, well, no. Certain things about the movie, the world has changed yeah. in a way that make the satire more you know, it's more perilous and tricky. Um, that wasn't what we were thinking about back then. Right. You know. And for the 30th anniversary, so there's a 4K DVD release. Yes. And also, it's, it's screening and uh, here at the BFI and other. Yeah, cinemas it's going out in cinemas. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Well, well, Michael, anything else before we close? No, uh, you know, I hope you like the movie still after after seeing it at 16. Yes, I, I, well, I watched it this weekend and I loved it. So Good. thank you very much All right, for your thank time. You. Thank you. Hi, I'm sorry. Technically, I did not kill Heather Chandler, but hey, who am I trying to kid, right? I just want my high school to be a nice place. Amen. Did that sound bitchy?